Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become that confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am very happy to have Kareem Karashini, and let me talk to you about Kareem. He is with 13 and plus years of experience in sales and management across North America and France. In his early career, he found his true calling was launching new ventures, creating systems and processes and business development at large. When the right opportunity is in front of him, he does not hesitate to jump. He started a residential commercial cleaning company in 2018, which he then grew in a couple of cities across Canada before selling his majority shares. In order to focus on his newest venture in partnership with PropertyGuys.com. Karim is currently in charge of attracting and selecting the best talent for his 20 franchisees available in Northeastern Massachusetts, offering them his support to grow their franchise into a 1 million plus year success. Today, we're going to talk about the unexpected path to success. Please join me in welcoming Karim Karachini. Thank you, yeah. Vicky. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> I am so happy to have you. Um, I think you're going to bring a lot of energy and, and excitement to the audience, and I'm sure they're going to get a lot out of this. So as always, I start with that easy question. Just tell everybody, where do you uh, call home? I know you like to travel a bit, so where are you today? Currently, I'm in uh, Malaysia on an island uh, called Penang. I've been here for a few months. Um, I actually have been traveling full time um, for about a year and a half now. Um, since I got married, actually, I got married uh, abroad and I never came back to Canada because <laughs> my home technically is in Canada and I used to go back and forth with uh, Massachusetts. Um, but uh, now we've been traveling for a year and a half. Probably for a few more months, and then we'll, you know, we'll come back uh, eventually because uh, it's yeah. uh, it's fun, but we miss we miss family and uh, and yeah. also just being settled in one spot, you know. Yeah, for sure. But it just proves that you can work remotely and be successful. So good, good job at that. <laughs> it it comes with challenges. It's uh, it, it takes some getting used to, some creating, you know, routines. Uh, often you know, going to bed very late because because of the time difference. Yeah. Uh, but it's a small sacrifice compared to uh, to to the payout, which is, uh, you know, getting to explore and absorb different yeah. cultures yeah. and you know new experiences and so on. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things I would love to do. I I do have two grand boys here that I hate to be too far away from, but I do love travel. 
So share the fastest road to entrepreneurship in your mind. Sure. So um, as you mentioned earlier, I have done the startup thing, uh, creating my own brand, my own business from scratch. Um, it's been, you know, relatively successful. Thankfully, I'm very grateful for that. But it took a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of uh, sweat and costly mistakes uh, to, uh, to, to get there. And so as I had that experience and I came across, I've been you know, brought to that opportunity with propertyguys.com, I kind of discovered the whole franchise thing, um, the whole franchise industry. Um, and you know, I pretty much fell in love with it because I realized that that's something that uh, uh, solves a lot of um, the headaches, the problems, the risks that uh, entrepreneurs have. Um, especially in the early days, because for those who are not familiar, a franchise, what you, when you acquire a franchise, you're basically buying uh, your own business, um, either already existing or, or that you will start uh, in a new territory, but from a known brand, a brand that has perfected its model for you know, many, many years. In the case of Property Guys, it's been 25 years. This year, mm -hmm. it's uh, actually this month, they're celebrating 25 years yeah. in, in business. Yeah. And, uh, and so you're buying into uh, a brand systems and processes that work, that have been proven and perfected over time, and a system of support as well. Uh, most franchise models, they offer uh, marketing service, you know, legal, web development, uh, 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 how do you call it, lead generation, and mm -hmm. so on uh, to, to their franchisees. So that's also a lot of things that you don't have to figure out or you don't have to acquire for yourself. It's provided to you by the franchisor. So basically all of that to summarize, when you get a franchise, you're basically starting with a couple of years ahead compared to um, starting your, your own venture. It lowers the risk drastically. In the US, uh, we're all, we all know that you know one out of five uh, or more, uh, one out of five um, uh, startups fail within their first two years, and it can even be more than that. Uh, <clears throat> in a franchise model, 92% of franchise, all industries uh, included, 92% of franchise pass successfully the two-year mark. So that's a you know drastic um, uh, improvement and uh, uh, increase in uh, in the, the 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 success factor. Um, so. Um, so yeah, that's that's why that's why I now I'm I'm fully focused on franchise opportunities and specifically this one with propertyguys.com for anyone who is um, looking to get into real estate but don't want to be just a real estate agent. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's a great way for them to uh, to get started as a business owner and in real estate. So I know I was involved with uh, franchising uh, with Arby's. Uh, years and years ago, and um, mm -hmm. the, just from the corporate aspect, I was um, supporting them. And I know that in that, it was about the th three to five years till that franchise saw a profit for the owner where, you know, they they're, they were making money, but they weren't bringing home a salary or anything like that. Is, what, is it that way with your system? No, it's not. Thank you. That's I, I would call that a softball because <laughs> that is uh, that is uh, not the case with this specific model. You're absolutely right. A lot of uh, uh, franchise models, you have to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars, sometimes millions. Uh, McDonald's, I think it's 1.5 million to acquire McDonald's. Um, and you end up making a profit after a few years. And often the profit is not what you expected. You thought you were going to buy a McDonald's or a Starbucks. You end up making, you know, 
150, 200 grand, which relatively speaking is not what you expect from a McDonald's owner. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's not the case with property guys. And that's also one thing that I really value is that it's a, it's a model that is made affordable uh, for, you know, first time uh, business owners, first time entrepreneurs um, who, uh, who wants to, you know, give it a try to the, to the business ownership thing. Uh, and not only affordable, but also the ongoing, the, the ongoing uh, overheads, the cost to operate the business are very low because of all the services provided by the franchise or through the franchisee. Um, a franchisee does not need to get an office, a store, does not need to hire anyone for mm -hmm. at least the first year, year and a half until they reach a, a certain threshold. Yes, it might be valuable for them to hire some people to take it to the next level. But for the, the first, you know, um, uh, the first few, you know, year or two, you don't need to hire anyone. And so all of that combined, um, that makes your ongoing expenses, again, relatively low. It's mostly marketing, mm -hmm. all type of marketing and, and, you know, your phone bill and your gas. <laughs> that's, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Um, so, so now to talk numbers, because I love being transparent. I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's super important to do so. There is nothing to hide. Um, in this specific case, in Massachusetts, um, the, the franchise that uh, we are offering are between thirty and forty thousand uh, to own your territory, so to own your business, um, mm -hmm. which you know very low, relatively speaking. And even the ongoing expense, you're talking between thirty and sixty grand per year, at least for the first year. Um, so basically, someone who has you know eighty k to hundred k can become a franchisee if they have obviously the right uh, personality and drive and, and um, uh, they understand the vision that's what, what, what we're building. If they have, you know, what, what we're looking for, they don't need, you know, uh, that much. And even 100K is relatively easy to finance or to, uh, to get, you know, someone to invest, to get a partner or something like that. So to answer your question, usually franchisee gets a full ROI within six to 12 months with this model because they start making money right away from their first month and um and you know they, they have a quick turnaround so what kind of background do they need to have or what kind of training would be available you know what is i guess what is the business model for those in the audience that maybe are not familiar sure yeah that's a great question i should probably uh, I'll give you a little rundown on what is property guys, because we've been talking about it now for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, so property guys that come aims to offer an alternative solution, an alternative way of doing real estate, buying and selling in real estate. And they've been doing that for 25 years because, you know, more and more people are sick and tired of having to pay huge commissions to have their property sold. Uh, so your own property that has X amount of value, you're going to give a cut of that value to someone to help you sell it. Um, Often it is very valuable, um, but often, you know, they sell it within a, a week or two because it's a very hot market and you have to spend 30 or 40 or 50 grand or more just in the commission. In addition mm -hmm. to that, you have to get a lawyer and potentially photographer and stager and appraiser and, and so on and so forth, inspector. So the, the bill, you know, ramp up quite quickly. And, mm -hmm. uh, and we believe that it is not, not fair because you're not, uh, you're not paying for those services that you're getting. You're paying based on the value of your property. And if yeah. your property is not valued that, that high, um, those people involved, especially the realtor, might not give their full attention to you. Yeah. Um, so with the property guys model, all those services that I mentioned and more are included in a package that is a one-time flat fee. Uh, and that one-time flat fee is typically around five grand. So for mm -hmm. five grand, you may have a $2 million property. You can sell it. You can get all those services um, and, and for, for, for five grand and you don't have to spend 
you know, one dollar more. Um, mm. And you basically get the same result for uh, offering a much smoother and seamless experience. So it's, you know, it's a no brainer, five grand, 50 grand, <laughs> and you get the mm. same result. So that's what Property Guys does. And so as I, as I mentioned, I'm in charge of franchise development. So I'm looking for those um, those those people who will champion this model that we that will they will grow this model in their local communities. So we're talking a territory, an exclusive territory that is theirs um, in in Massachusetts, uh, various shapes and, and sizes. Um, but because they're exclusive, uh, they're one out of one. So anyone who wants to work with property guys who has heard of the model, the savings, you know, who just discovered it online, um, they list their property with property guys. It's your clients as a franchisee, all leads, all all those organic clients, the large portion of, uh, of the clients just come organically and they're yours because you own the territory. But on top of that, you really stand out from the crowd because again, it's a, it's a very overcrowded industry. Uh, the, the realtors, there are 27,000 realtors in, in Massachusetts yeah. and they all do the same thing. They all have the same value proposition. So when you come with a different value proposition that puts the client first, uh, you stand out. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's what all agents aim to do. They try to stand out. You know, they try to have the best headshots and the best, um, you know, LinkedIn and Facebook posts and so on. But with property guys, you stand out just naturally because what you're offering yeah. is different and is better, you know? Um, so I'm not sure if I understood your question. The, the, I, I just uh, explained what yeah, is property no, guys you, and the no, franchise. You're good. The, the further yeah, question would Yes, but the further question would be, you, we talk about Massachusetts, is the vision or the goal to expand outside of Massachusetts this uh, this? Yeah, so has? absolutely. So we currently exist all over Canada, coast to coast. There, are, there is about 100 franchises. Then we started expanding internationally. We actually opened um, uh, in four states in the U.S., so Florida. In order, it was Florida, Texas than myself in Massachusetts and then Connecticut. So currently we have four states that are open okay. and looking for franchisee and uh, mm -hmm. um, and so on. And we also open in, in South Africa where they currently have 14 or 15 uh, franchise running. I know it's mm -hmm. quite far, but actually that goes to show that it's a model that really works in any market. In wow. Canada, we have very different type of markets, as you can imagine, um, from coast to coast. We have mm -hmm. large cities and, you know, we have the mountains and, and so yeah. on. Um, and it, it's very successful everywhere in the U.S., you know, uh, similarly. And in South Africa, it's a whole different country and it's successful over there. So um, we personally, I aim to, you know, take over all of uh, New England, maybe even all of the East Coast uh, of the U.S. <laughs> um, but property guys aims to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> I know there, right. are, there are talks about opening Australia, probably New Zealand. Um, wow. So, you know, slowly, slowly. <laughs> very, very cool. All right. So uh, we went through a pandemic where being in real estate was a little tough. Um, how, how can you stay motivated when the market isn't going your way? <laughs> that, that's a great question. So I'm going to answer in, uh, in two parts. First, as a business owner uh, in, in general, and uh, I'm actually going to give you, uh, for a change, some of my experience with my other business, the cleaning company okay. in, okay. in Canada, because uh, we went through that. And, you know, everyone at the beginning of the, uh, of the pandemic, everyone was scared and worried what, mm -hmm. you know, what's going to happen. Um, and we took it with, uh, you know, we tried to, to stay cool-headed um, and, uh, and, and take uh, an objective approach. And so what we ended up doing 
was to see what are the needs uh, within you know this uh, this current situation, um, and to offer you know adapt our services or even open new type of services to to uh, to adapt to the situation. So very specifically um, in in our case, we got some equipment. You know the um, um, uh, sanitizer you know for large surfaces, mm -hmm. uh, right, right. Uh, electrostatic sanitizers that mm -hmm. you see for buses and roads. So mm -hmm. we got you know we got a couple of those. And we started offering that to our clients initially for free, because you know, when whenever you open a new service, you should offer it for free to get familiar with it, um, to make right. sure you know your That's offering me. is good, to make sure exactly to make sure your clients are happy with it. Mm -hmm. And then if they are, then you can start charging, and they're not gonna go away because you know you just offer them the service for free, so it's a reciprocity uh, thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that's been very successful, and we adapted even the type of cleaning that we did. Uh, the way, you know, our cleaners, you know, obviously the masks and gloves and the, the, the you know, tests, uh, COVID tests and so on. So we have adapted our processes. We ended up growing. So after the initial maybe first month, we ended up actually growing during COVID um, mm. because we quickly reacted um, and tried to actually be proactive afterwards and, uh, and adapt our service and the, and the way we, 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 we did things. Um, and I'm not saying this, you know, to brag or in any way, but actually I've seen that in so many businesses, so many businesses quickly adapted the way they were doing things, whether it is, you know, uh, to go, uh, to go remote, you know, work mm -hmm. from home and, yeah. and so on. Uh, I mean, I've seen not, I've seen businesses obviously suffer, but I've seen also a lot of businesses flourish, uh, when they, they, they ended up, you know, changing the way they were, do they were doing things, innovating, um, and uh, I have a friend who had a store a shop, uh, basically just a general store. She quickly created an online um, yeah, uh, website to sell the, her stuff. And she and now she actually has majority of her revenue coming from the online <laughs> online platform. It took her time and money and she was stressed and so on. I remember very well. But now she, that's actually the nice. main piece of her business. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah, now now responding regarding property guys, um, it's actually gonna be a lot a lot quicker because we we are a business that is recession proof in the sense of compared to the traditional model with the agents and so on that are very reliant on how the market is doing. Um, mm -hmm. Property guys franchisee are not; they are very consistent year round because it's a model that works really well, as you can imagine, when it's a hot market when. People are selling, you know, like crazy. There is, um, uh, you know, you just have to put a sign on your front lawn and your, your property is sold. Why do you need an agent? Just pay, you yeah. know, your four or five grand and you get the same results and you save dozens of thousands of dollars. So obviously it works well, but when it is a colder market, when it is a buyer's market, um, with those huge savings that they're going to make, they actually can price themselves uh, a lot better than everyone else in the neighborhood and actually sell a lot faster. Um, yeah. So they also, you know, prefer this model, even when uh, we have um, low inventory and, uh, and and so on. So, uh, or sorry, a high inventory and um, a, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of sellers, sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyways, um, and it works well in, in large cities and in, in rural territories. So um, franchisee, just to, to conclude on that, franchisee are not reliant or you know, enslaved on by how the market is doing. That's what I'm trying to uh, yeah. to uh, to transfer here. And that makes which is refreshing. Sense. Yeah, for sure. And I could see if if they don't have to give a lot of their profit away to commissions, then sure they they'll make the price competitive. Yeah, Perfect. and franchisees end up working on on um, volume. Uh, that's yeah. you know one one thing I failed to mention earlier. 
um, compared to an agent that works with, on average, they work with less than five listings a year. <clears throat> well, property guys franchisee works with an average of about 190 to 100 uh, listings a year and a similar number of mm -hmm. buyers. Obviously, they don't work hand in hand from start to finish with every single one of those listings. There is a whole system behind and basically it's a team effort. Um, but you can see who is the real expert then very quickly, who is the real expert in the real estate, in this local real estate market, wherever they are, uh, the one who work with such a large volume of clients um, and, um, and, and therefore offers, you know, such high value and such high savings to each individual yeah. client. And so you can imagine the word of mouth, uh, how it goes like wildfire. People go out of their way to promote <laughs> this model when yeah. they just save 30 grand and, you know, that's okay. the down payment for their next house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why, what is the importance of faith or religion in your business? I thought that was an interesting angle. Oh, I, you froze. I didn't hear your question. Sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. What was the, or what is the importance of faith and or religion in your business? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so I, I went through a, a, an interesting journey. Um, I, was, uh, I, I was raised Muslim, but I've never been practicing or never been, you know, um, um, religious in, in any way until about five, six years ago, which is precisely when I moved to a new city and started my, my cleaning business. Um, just prior to that, a few things, you know, happened in my life that actually made me, you know, open my eyes and realize like, what well, you know, this life that I was leading was not the, the right mm -hmm. way to go. And, um, and I started, you know, looking into Islam and pretty much reconverting in a sense, um, but becoming, you know, very, very practicing and, and very much into, uh, into religion. The reason I'm mentioning this story is because I saw drastic change, not only in, in my life, my personal life, the way, you know, my character and the way I deal with people and so on, but also uh, a huge increase. Uh, I mean, in, I, I would say in my overall success in business, I would say uh, in part, you know, in, in part due to, you know, uh, God probably blessing me for, from, you know, for to come back from him. But what's more relevant here is also the fact that I've decided to, you know, to deal with people strictly, you know, uh, in all honesty, uh, ethically, uh, with respect, giving back as much as I can to the community and so on. And so all of that are values that I'd, I'd like to transfer even for people who are non, you know, not religious uh, or, or different, uh, different faith. Those are, uh, I mean, I think it is extremely important to uh, to be very strict in the way you you conduct your business. Um, again, respect of your your team and of your clients. Uh, strict honesty, trustworthiness. Uh, that's something when we hire um, employees, uh, we it's pretty much zero tolerance for you know lying or cheating or or, or theft or anything like that. If, you know, you messed up, no worries, just tell us and we'll be fine, we'll, we'll move on. But if you, you know, lied to us, didn't show up to work for, you know, whatever reason, and we, we find out that that was a lie, because um, those are examples that actually happened. <laughs> uh, we have no, no tolerance for that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, similarly, you know, in business, when you start a business, you actually will have many ways uh, to to be unethical, whatever it might be, to cheat mm -hmm. your clients, to, you know, charge maybe a little bit more, they, they won't notice, whatever it might be, you will be given that opportunity and it is up to you to be really strict mm -hmm. in your values. Um, and if you do so, I guarantee that it's going to, to, to have a much larger payout on the long run 
uh, whether it is by uh, having your your customers and your team, you know, trusting you a lot more, and you know, creating a long term bond uh, with with you and your company, uh, whether it is you know whatever it might be, it it just it just makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> to be this it way. Does. And it also, does. and also, on the personal level, as a business owner, um, to to be grateful for what you have and to be um, calm and um, and collected when you're facing challenges. So, be grateful for what you have, whatever you have, yeah. um, to be grateful and content, even if you're not where you'd like to be. That's okay. Be satisfied with what you have, and 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 you know, look at others that don't have nearly as much, and you know that gives you this sense of gratitude, and yeah. in this case, gratitude to to God. Um, but also, expecting we expect challenges as business owners uh, and entrepreneurs. You, you don't be surprised that things will you know will, <laughs> will go sideways. So expecting it and knowing that it is just you know part of 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 the test, and are you how are you going to? To pass this test, your resilience and tenacity, mm-hmm. um, and, um, and 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 turning to God for for help in in those moments, you know that's that's the way we see it in Islam. Everything is a test, and and to to see if you're going to be patient and turn to God for for help. So it's the same thing in business, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, it, it that that persona that you put out there is seen and you know and if you're trying to have a mask on and i don't know i i always think if i just think about okay what's the right thing to do then you know there's only one right thing to do <laughs> and that's right yeah okay time is no I, I like that question Th- Th- thank you for that. Uh, yeah. It's not a, a question that I have often, and I could be talking for you know for for hours about that. I but know. I want to to give okay. you some some you know a, an answer that doesn't relate only to uh, people who are religious or people who are Muslim. Uh, everything that I said, I think, does re- yeah. uh, you know everyone can relate to it, even if they are you know yeah. atheist or whatnot. You know, in my leadership training, I talk about the fact that you know I let uh, my brain in my gut is more intelligent oftentimes than my brain in my head and you know your gut is often driven by that part that is your integrity and all of those Mm -hmm. you talked about so whether you're religious or not it it's it goes back to what is the right thing to do and always doing the right thing it's been wonderful wonderful chatting i think i can do one more rapid fire and sure so um how do you find these opportunities you you said you you are expanding to these four different states in the u.s and in africa and, and different so how how are you pinpointing the areas to go to so those, those areas it's not me personally i was talking uh, on behalf of property oh, guys okay. as, as mm-hmm. a company yeah yeah my, myself i'm aiming to obviously you know have franchise all over massachusetts and then all over new england that's you know that's good enough for me for the next probably five to ten years <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll see but in general how to find opportunities that's actually um, a very relevant question that i do get often um i feel like it is um almost like a muscle to train, um, you know, to open your mind to opportunities. I realized that's something I did not necessarily have, and I feel like I kind of trained 
over time to uh, um, to to acquire. In the sense of, you know, I genuinely believe that there are opportunities all around us, whether you're looking for a job or a business. And I would say specifically when you're talking about a business, um, when you're having, you know, conversations with people, um, you know, reading the news, whatever it might be, there are always, you know, what is a business? Basically, it's answering a problem that someone that some people have, they're willing to pay money yeah. to have a solution exactly. to that problem. That's why the business, you know, does. There are problems everywhere. <laughs> mm, so just, right. you know, if you if you train your mind to find those those problems, you know, it can be local, it can be um, something, you know, uh, uh, more global to find those problems and try to find a solution to it. When you're talking to someone, you realize that, you know, what they just said could open the door to uh, to a venture or even just networking in general. You do come across a whole range of uh, professionals in various industries and you actually do come across some really cool opportunities in what people are doing or what they're actually not doing you know yeah, um, i know yeah. it's a very vague answer but i feel like it's something that you, you can develop and very practical tips that i can give to develop that is actually to try every single day to write down uh 10 business ideas i'm not saying good business ideas but 10 <laughs> business ideas on a paper mm -hmm. do that for one month um, so you're gonna have 300 ideas on paper, and then uh, to you know choose your top 10 out of those 300, and and from there to try to to do a quick analysis of the viability of mm. the you know the potential, um, maybe you know the the market, um, uh, the challenges that you'll be facing, and so on. Um, and as you actually do that consistently, you're going to um, realize that you're able to do it much faster you're going to see more more and more ideas your 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 brain is going to work in the background uh mm -hmm. in you know finding those ideas and anal uh, analyze analyzing no analyze analyzing, analyzing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh brain fart <laughs> and analyzing them um and and you actually you might even be able to uh to to um uh, to have this, you know, done while you're having a conversation with someone. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm having a conversation with someone, we're talking about an idea, and quickly I go into, okay, what is the potential? What would be the market? What would be the challenges? What would be the initial investment uh, required? It might be all wrong, but at least, you know, I have some numbers and I can assess really quickly uh, if that could be potentially a, a, a right uh, yeah. opportunity or not. That's great ideas, great tips too. Well, it's time for us to share my slides. So if you are just listening, uh, we will give you the website. So the website is https colon forward slash info dot property guys dot com slash mass M-A-S-S. And Facebook, you can go to Property Guys Franchises M-A. LinkedIn is Kareem, and I'll spell the last name. It's K-A-R-I-M dash K-E-R-A. K-E-R-A-T-H-N-I, oh, right? Again, that's right, that's right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Instagram is property guys underscore franchises underscore mass. YouTube, you can go at property guys mass. And those are initial caps there. I'll let Kareem talk to you about what um, you can find when you go to his websites in different places. Go ahead and take it over. Yeah, Thank you. Absolutely. So also to make it easier, if you Google property guys franchise or property guys Massachusetts, you will find 
uh, all those, you know, all of that, just to make it easier. If you don't want to, okay. you know, type every every, every word, um, and uh, and you're welcome to reach out to me on uh, on LinkedIn. But you also will easily find my phone number and my email uh, if you want to reach out direct directly. So what you'll find on the website, specifically on the website uh, info.propertyguys/math, uh, um, you will find not only a summary of what we do, we also are going to find some testimonials. Uh, from uh, from franchisee, uh, the various awards, we won a ton of awards over time, and obviously a lead form just to put your information that will come to me. It's not meant for any kind of mailer or anything like that. It will come to me and, uh, and I will reach out to not only send you some more materials for you to review, but also to set up maybe a, a call, a Zoom call or a phone call uh, to answer your questions and give you some more information. So it's a it's not um, uh, what I want to, uh, to transpire here. It's it's very casual. Um, don't be worried to go into a big system where you're going to be flooded with emails and whatnot. No, you're basically going to end up with me or uh, my assistant. So it's, uh, it's pretty easy and straightforward. If you have any interest, if you're a real estate agent, a real estate professional in Massachusetts, or just an aspiring entrepreneur who's, you know, looking for your first venture, um, it, it, it definitely is something that you, you should explore. Awesome. Well, Kareem, it's been just wonderful chatting with you again. I um, hope that the audience has enjoyed all of the information you gave them. It's a great opportunity for folks out there that are trying to um, maybe dip their toe in uh, to entrepreneurship. And uh, again, as he said, a lower risk, lower cost to entry and um, lots of opportunities. So thank you so much for being a great guest. And Thank as you for I, having me, Vicky. You're so welcome. <laughs> as I remind everyone, life is a journey, and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nethling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nethling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.